Jonas and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. horoscopes aries you're a problem solver to the core aries and normally you take the needed action to fix things but today's going to be a little different by talking out the issues with others it's going to solve the problem but also bring you closer taurus just like most people you thrive on compliments and praise from others today is going to be filled with compliments just be aware that you may end up being a putty in someone else's hands if you're not careful gemini there's some tension in your relationship today, uh, which may have you thinking that your significant other might not be the right person for you, but it's not only your partner who's to blame. You need to take a deep look at yourself. Cancer. You won't be able to drop everything and just jet off. Getting new experiences while maintaining your identity is important today, Cancer. Leo. Instead of getting frustrated by the lighthearted, flighty mood of the day, take advantage of it. It's a good day to spend time with friends, making lasting memories, and just enjoy your day. Virgo. Do not dig deep into the barrel looking for bruised and mishappened and rotten apples. Pull up the shiny red apples instead. There's a positive spin. Whatever you bring to the surface will spread far and wide. So choose the good times over the bad ones. Libra. Your relationships will blossom when you share your deepest thoughts with each other. So be open around those who care about you. Scorpio. A few weeks ago, you may have jumped on an idea that suddenly came to you. Now the reality has set in. You see all the reasons why it won't work or why you need to think things through more clearly. Give it some time. Sagittarius. Having reached all of your goals, it's time to set some new ones. You'll have a better idea of how to grow in other aspects of your life. And with all these set, you'll feel more confident about moving forward. Capricorn. Today, it's easy to see your positive strength. Your presence radiates glory to things around you. A jewel often goes unnoticed and unappreciated. Worlds are at your fingertips. Aquarius. This is a good time to set some new goals. The people around you will be extra supportive of you over the next few weeks. If you need advice, don't be afraid to ask. Pisces. As messy as your life happens to be, there is one less thing for you to worry about. You feel more excited about engaging with those closest to you when your home life is infused with a fresh spirit. There it is. Those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. Want to see them again? Get on the website, chum1045.com, on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. And I wake up the Chum Morning Show. Huh. The umbrella salesman's going to make a, a, a ton today. Right. This is the day where everyone's like, umbrella sale, <laughs> 20 bucks each. <laughs> Good right. morning on a rainy Thursday morning in Toronto on Chum 104.5 once again. Yeah. How's, uh, how's it so far for you? The drive-in this morning was rainy and there's a lot of puddles and not a lot of people are out right now taking a walk or going to the bus stops. But I'm just thinking, just be aware because when they're stepping into and onto the sidewalk, you can really splash them but, but good today because there's a lot of puddles out yeah, there yep yep so be aware of that and of course it's dark outside and if you're riding a bike today before you head out can you put some reflectors on so we can see you wow you know yeah Jamar, I, right? I, I can't i can't tell you how many people um you know once they get into the intersection i'm like whoa I, where did you, you come, come from? from it's crazy exactly and the, and the pedestrians they look at you like, like they're angry like i'm walking here and it's like I did not see you. Not I didn't see you. Yeah. Like, I really didn't see you. So uh, exactly. if you're walking around uh, the city or even the burbs or anywhere, yeah. please be mindful. Wear reflectors, like she said. Uh-huh. And make sure that, uh, you know, you are seen. Yeah. Especially this time of the uh, the day. I love your I love your hack. Your, your hack's a cyclist with a garbage can, a garbage, garbage bag over your head as your water, <laughs> you know, repellent. But if you have reflectors underneath that, we can't see it. Yep. Anyway, yep. it's a rainy day. It's going to clean up the world a little bit. 
the streets, you know, it'll be, be a little nicer later on this afternoon. Wash the uh, wash the fil- filth and the funk off a little bit. <laughs> That's right, the filth and the funk. A little free car wash. Yeah. Yeah, the free car wash. <laughs> about that. <laughs> Did you wash your Unlike car Unlike the yesterday? one I paid for the other day. Oh. <laughs> well, it was, so, it was so nice, though. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, right? that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's the uh, the treat for me. Do it again. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Those of us who live in Toronto, which is all of us in the room, already know that we have some pretty distinctive neighborhoods. We have Greek Town, Little Italy, Little Jamaica. We have Queen West, Parkdale, the beaches, and all of them have their own little charm. But there's one neighborhood that just got worldwide recognition, which is Dundas West. It was just named one of the coolest neighborhoods on the planet as number 12, and there's only 51 on the entire list. Wow. So that's from Trinity Bellwood Park to Lansdowne Avenue, and it's based on fun, food, culture, and community. This is my neck of the woods. Ah. I love it here. You You chose a good place. Patties. I love Maddie's Patties. Oh, Maddie's Patties. I love Maddie's Patties. They're good burger spots. There's good uh, retailers along that way, along the, uh, the, you know, like little smaller retailers. The retail's awesome. Yeah. The food is awesome. Yeah. Patois this is one of my favorite restaurants on Dundas over there. Uh, did they say anything else about why it's so cool? Because I could tell you one of the things that, why I knew this place was cool. Well, they described Dundas West as a culture consumer's paradise with yeah. boutique art galleries, snug bars, understated nightclubs, and enough cozy coffee shops to keep you buzzing along. And ice cream. Uh. <laughs> and ice cream. Yeah, there's good ice cream there, too. Let me tell you, when I, when I got to this area, I knew it was cool because of this factor. I saw parents pushing strollers wearing Air Maxes. I was like, this is a cool neighborhood. Sold. Sold. Sold on the Air Max. I was like, yeah, it's like everyone's out here wearing Air Maxes, Lululemon, streetwear, yeah. cool hats. I was like, this is the neighborhood. I didn't feel, uh, what's the word? Stuffy. Stuffy? Yeah. It okay. It didn't feel stuffy. That wasn't the word I was going for, but yeah. okay. Bougie. <laughs> Bougie? Tight. <laughs> <laughs> like some other places. Did it remind you of any, like, neighborhoods in New York? Um, a little bit. It has yeah. a little. It has its, it has its own unique flair. I mean, yeah, yeah. it has some of those sensibilities, but it's like very uniquely Toronto with all those really cool things as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that is one of three Canadian cities that got it. So a neighborhood in Montreal, one in Vancouver made the list, um, but Colonia Americana took the number one spot in Guadalajara, Mexico. Wow. So that is number one. So if you're heading to Mexico. That's where you need to go. Okay. And then more things to look forward to in Toronto was announced yesterday that Hamilton the Musical is coming back this winter. So that's going to be at Princess of Wales Theatre from February 22nd to May 14th. So it was cancelled in 2020 because of lockdowns. Okay. So only got four weeks of shows here, I think. So people who bought their tickets and they were excited to go didn't get to see Hamilton. So now it's finally coming back 2023. Um, and they have some, so many other productions happening at Mervish. So they have Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Singing in the Rain. I'm going to see that on Saturday. Yeah. Singing in the Rain? Yeah. I was told that uh, the first 30 uh, rows, you might get wet. <laughs> really? Because so they'll have real rain in there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I, said, I looked at my husband and said, well, there goes the hair. Anyway. The first 30 rows. First 30 rows. You 30? Have, you wear, That's a lot of rows. You wear, <laughs> you wear ponchos. It's a lot of rain. I know. Hey. Okay. I'll let you know all about it. Okay. Yes, I want to know. <laughs> um, and if you're looking for something festive... <laughs> Okay, you are. You are. Tomorrow and I are looking at each other going, she's going to sneak it in somehow. And I am. Where is it snowing? Okay. <laughs> Canadian Tires Christmas Trail is coming back. Got so it. this is their third year. And this is still a drive through but there's also going to be a part where you can get out of your car. There's going to be little shops and markets, skating rink, merry-go-round, Ferris wheel. 
Very cute. I really enjoyed the Canadian Tire Christmas Trail last year. I just want to say that I heard it through the grapevine yesterday from our friends up at News Talk that there might be flurries next week. Get out of here, really? Well, well that I'm excited doesn't mean you're for that. Be here. Wow. Okay. But it's like. You know, Ontario. That's that's so, that's uh that that's you, early. That's a little holiday spirity. Uh, does it get you going on that a little bit? No, not until December. <laughs> I want to see any oh, snow. snow. You want it in December? Yes, only. Oh, okay. Only December. Only okay. December. Yeah, that's All right. it. All right, thanks. <laughs> that's the trending. Thank you. <laughs> Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jim Morning Show. Did you see my breakfast this morning? Honey crisp. Was it cold though? Was it a cold honey crisp? Freezing. It was just took it, just took it out the, the fridge. Best. You know, yes. the first bite I, it was heard around the room. <laughs> it was. Oh. We all looked up. That was the crisp of the honey crisp apple. That was on my list yesterday. I'm going to put it on my list again today of what to buy at the grocery store. They're in. They're happening. They're now. So are these apples genetically modified in any way or something? Like I want to know what makes this apple taste so good. Like what? Is, what are they ah, doing over there? And. Where are these coming from? Like, where are these uh, apple uh, orchards? Uh, I'll say Washington State, but I'm wrong. I no, it's somewhere here. It's in Ontario. Yeah, uh, it's somewhere here. You know, when yeah. you go those... Niagara. those uh, things grow in Ontario. Ontario. Yeah, things grow. Okay. <laughs> Let's go cool. Buffalo. No, I'm just... That's another thing. <laughs> Let me talk about Buffalo for just a moment. Go right ahead. Okay. Michael Bublé just did a concert in Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, he's Canadian. We all know that. And he um, he had a Buffalo Sabres shirt on. Oh, boy. That, 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 the Toronto Maple Leafs suck. He's playing to the crowd. Buffalo Sabres. And he's, this is very, Michael, you're about to do a concert here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And Careful. he'll put on a Leafs jersey and goes, hey, guys, I'm oh, we don't, joking. You know, we don't believe. You know why? Because he's with Vancouver. He likes it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, you know, like, you got to be very careful. I know he wants to get attention, but really. Yeah. And that's going to maybe interrupt his bromance with Justin Bieber, uh, who is a big Maple Leafs fan. Uh -huh. Let's see what happens. Okay, so, uh, Buble, you're on notice. Yeah. We want to see. see what happens when you get back to town. So he was in, well, he was, I guess he was in last night. Was he in Toronto last night? Anybody want to confirm that? But what a terrible thing he did. <laughs> I don't know if it was last night or the night before the when night he before, did all Wednesday that. Wednesday night I have in front of me. Wednesday night. So okay. bad, Michael Buble. We bad. demand an apology, Michael yeah. Buble. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't, We're not listening to any of his Christmas no. songs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right even now, think you have it in you to cancel any of artists. I'll yeah. listen to him. He does have a very good Christmas <laughs> album. Very anyway, cool. that's what's on my mind today. All right. Anything uh, going through yours? Well, I can see clearly this morning because yes. I got my new contacts. Yay! What a great, great uh, change in your life. Right? I'm just like, wow, everything is just crisp what, lines. What do you notice about the room that you didn't notice yesterday? You know, the color is a little bit brighter. Yeah. Things aren't as blurry. I could see the TV Oh, over I liked there. it when you were blurry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Don't guys look all look better. We're all HD now. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's HD. Are you oh. seeing every crevice in, now our, I in know, our faces yes. and our yeah. skin? Now I know exactly what you guys look like. Uh, I wasn't seeing this before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It feels better, It feels though. good. It Did does you, feel now, good. when you change your, you know, improve your... Um, what am I trying to say? Your, your vision, vision, yeah. Your vision. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you get a little bit of a headache at first? Yes. Yeah. So the first day when I got my new glasses sure. and I put them on, yeah. it, it kind of felt like, you know when you're looking through, I don't know, a kaleidoscope? Yeah. And everything is kind of rounded, the yes. edges? Yes. That's what it felt Fish, like. The fishbowl effect. Fishbowl effect. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I was just, didn't like it very much. Well, you get used to in. This is, I mean, you're seeing the right way now. Yeah. And uh, crazy. Pe people either in front, behind, or beside your car will appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Yes. Okay, so congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yeah. Thank you.
Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Pass me the coffee. The Chum Morning Show. We now know the most popular Halloween candy for this year for 2022. Do we want to go through that or do we want to put some votes in first? Go right ahead. Oh, well, I know it's not candy corn because nobody likes that. That is always consistently dead last. Right, but it is nice to look at. But not to it's eat. nice as decoration. It's yeah, festive, right. yeah. It's yeah, sure, yeah. certainly festive. So, do you want to like? Uh, you want us to w- name what we think is? Yeah. What, what What is your favorite is it Halloween? Chocolate. Candy? Well, no, your favorite Halloween candy. You don't. Uh, think, you, there's no right answer here. This is right. this is your personal favorite. Red Starburst. Red. Oh. That's very specific. Oh. The red Starburst. Red. So pink probably really messes with your head. Don't want the pink. One. I know that. Don't <laughs> no. want any other colors. I want red. The red one is like <laughs> a very defining color in that package. Let's put it this way. When you pick out a box or a bag of candy that yeah. you're going to give out to kids, yeah, I want to make sure that the coffee crisp is in there. Coffee crisp? Okay, it's cool. A great chocolate bar from, it's Canadian all the way. It's delicious. For yourself? You're like, you would take it out? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so coffee crisp. Yeah. All right. Kit Kat. I'm definitely, uh, I mean, did you see the candy I had in my hand yesterday? No. Reese's. Reese's peanut peanut butter cups. cups. Those are great candies, and they're classic. Let's go through the list, top ten right now. Sure. Dead last, again, candy corn. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Tootsie Pops at number nine. Never liked those. Never liked those? Gosh, no. How many licks? A one, a two, a three. (laughs) Three. Anyway. Uh, Snickers at number eight. Not bad, cold. Like okay, no. okay. Hershey Kisses at number seven. A little bored with them. What? Boring. Yeah. yeah. They taste good. I mean, they're classic. You yeah, know. but they don't even taste the same anymore. Gotcha. Sour Patch Kids. Look at you. Making, making your way through the yeah. world with the oh, Sour the Patch Kids. the red ones. Number six. Uh, <laughs> I like the green ones in the Sour Patch package. Um, Hot Tamales at number five. Number four, Starburst okay. winning. Oh, wow. Number three, M&M's. Uh-huh. Number two, Skittles ahead of M&M's. That's confusing me a little bit, yeah. but sure, Skittles yeah. are classic. And number one. Number one, 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 one. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh. Okay. Those, are the, um, those are the premium candy. I'm surprised, Marilyn, that Kit Kat didn't make it anywhere in it. Yeah, it's Kit Kat and Coffee Crisp to me are very similar. And, uh, yeah, me, me too. I'm surprised by mm-hmm. that. So I'll take... You know, when Everly goes door to door in our neighborhood, what I'll do is just take all that stuff from her. It's interesting that there's a lot of... (laughs) Grandma's looking out for you. You got it. (laughs) It's interesting that there's a lot of peanut-based chocolates, though, that are on that list when you can't even bring anything peanut to school, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peanuts are very frowned upon right now. Health hazard. Uh, So this is the top worst candy of all time. Black licorice. Oh, don't. Oh, I agree. Good and plenties. They give me a good and plenty. You remember those good and plenties? That's that number got? nine good and plenties. Terrible. <laughs> I like those, actually. I don't like I'm one of the few sure. people, though. Yeah. Tootsie Rolls are number eight. Uh, that, uh, if they're soft. If they're old Tootsie Rolls, they're terrible. Number if they're fresh, they're good. Seven, Mary Janes. I'm not I'm not uh, familiar with the Mary Janes. Let me look that up while you keep going. Here. Number six, the wax Coke bottles. Yeah, those are useless, they're except for useless. chewing up and throwing at your classmates. That was awful. <laughs> um, Nico waf- wafers. Nico wafers. Oh, no. Oh. You know uh, Mary Jane's? No, no. Uh, Neko? Nico. Nick, uh, come on. Neko wafers. Neko N- wafers? E-C-C-O. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Delicious. Okay. Yeah. I like the purple ones. Okay. That's it's my childhood. Though. Number four, Smarties. Obviously, the American version of those, which are... Rockets. Rockets here. Okay, yeah. Rockets. Okay. Uh, peanut butter kisses. I've never had those before at number three. No, I've never had And these are the worst? These are the worst. Oh, okay. Number two, circus peanuts. Oh, oh. a lot of American things. Do, you guys know one of the circus peanuts? Uh, the uh, orange, like kind of marshmallow-looking things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm looking they, it up. They're very not t- good tasting, 
and number one candy corn. Okay, let's go to the Mary Jane candies. What is that? It's a taffy candy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, remember the, those? Those are nasty. Hard, those hard. Are, they're, they're, there's a taffy you could, thing. You could, you could take a, uh, you could use that as putty for a wall, and no cold air would get in. That's yeah, not bad there. That thing, if you get that in your basket, yeah. um, load up the eggs. The neighbor needs to get away <laughs> <laughs> for that. Show 104.5. Good morning. Back to the morning show. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Here are some uh, some things that people brag about that you should stop bragging about immediately because it's just a red flag about your personality. Um, you ever hear somebody who brags about how popular they were in high school? Oh, I was the, the <laughs> I was the most popular kid in high school. Yeah, that person is usually not popular anymore, and they right. they hang on to the high school living in the past. Polk High, <laughs> their their claim to fame. Uh, that that is a symbol of of deep insecurity. Um, people who brag about never reading books. Oh, I don't read. I don't read any books. You know who said that recently? Oh, Mr. West. Mr. West. Kanye West said that. Oh, he'd rather. He just, it's like having Brussels sprouts. Kind of that comment. He said something like that yeah, the other yeah. day, and then this list comes out. Yeah. But, but, you know, if you don't, you don't. But why? Why would you brag about that? Yeah, that's not something yeah. to be very proud of. No. Um, boasting about your intelligence. Anyone who tells you how smart they are really isn't that smart. You don't have to worry about that on this morning show. Right, right, right. right. When we're, we're not... Hey, listen, if if you're really smart, people just know that. People can see by the things you do, by the things you say, that, wow, you're, you're really on it. You're it, sharp. It's like when people say, well, you know, I'm professional. Well, you should just be professional and not announce that fact, right? Yeah, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Um, you ever meet anybody who brags about how many hours they work? Oh, I'm burning the candle at both ends, man. I didn't yeah. sleep at all. Oh, uh, I, I, and I only had, like, a coffee today. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's attention grabber. Yeah, I, I think when you're younger, I, I remember f- people doing that a lot in the office. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a long day. Too. Yeah, yeah, people have long days. That's okay. But bragging about it and not doing anything about it, that's a problem. Also bragging about how much sleep you don't get. I mean, it's... Well, is it, there's bragging, right, Jamar, and there's complaining. We complain. There, there I was did a thin not line. sleep well last night. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But it's the other one. Is I didn't sleep at all last night, and I've got such a long day, and I don't even have time for lunch. Uh, I'm running on three hours. Yeah. Like, things to do today. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. no. No. It's not a, like, that's like bragging about how much you didn't eat. You're going to die soon. Boy, none of these are our problems right now. Right. Because Ever meet anyone who brags about how much money they have? Um, oh, it's, yeah. It's not attractive. No. You know, it's one of those things where it's like uh, the person on the other side of that has no choice. I mean, they're going to feel great about that, you know? Like, how do I, yeah. wow, you have so much money. No. Like, who says that to somebody? You, know what you it have is? a lot of money. There's an inverse to that because they're a little bit. In that, they talk about how much money they save mm-hmm. to the point of it's painful. Mm-hmm. And because they save so much money, and I'm all, all about that, it's that's why I have this. Mm-hmm. And it gets to be a little bit their narrative. It's, it's much. Like it's much. Yeah. Um, if there's anyone in your life that brags about something, text us at 104536 and see if we could add to this list. What do they brag about? Uh, another thing this uh, this uh, write-up says that you should never brag about is how drive, uh, how, how great you drive drunk. <laughs> Terrible thing to brag about. Oh. Like, Doesn't that remind you of university? Yes. Yes. A lot of people. Don't like, you find a lot of this is a, from our youth? It is. It's yeah. like it's a uh, that the twenty yeah. something type of yeah. vibe. Um, people who brag about what a good person they are, boasting about how how good they treat people. Don't do that. Just 
be it. Just be it. Just be it. All right? Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. So the new trailer for a new horror movie involving a doll slash a robot named Megan has released. This I've been trying to tell you guys to watch the trailer for it. It's about this woman who is a roboticist. She's brilliant. She's been using AI to create this lifelike doll named Megan. Um, so it's programmed to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. So she actually ended up gaining custody of her niece after her niece's parents died. And so she thought this would be a good way to really test out Megan. And we all know how this is going to go. That's <laughs> not a very great idea, right. but okay, it's a good movie plot. So anyway, last night, in promotion of the movie, I would say, uh, the Megan Twitter account and the Chucky Twitter account started going back and forth at each other. Oh, this is great. So Chucky's page retweeted something of Megan and wrote, everybody's trying to be me. So she responded with, you know you're that doll when you cause all this conversation. Uh, then Chucky responded with, word to the wise, don't F with Chuck. And then she said, LOL, Chucky, please. <laughs> like, wow. please give the social media person a raise because it's hilarious. So uh, Megan on Twitter right now is just getting a lot of retweets and things like that because in the trailer she does these TikTok dances, we're going to call them. Um, so social media is definitely picking up on this movie. Well, let's just call it what it is right now. Megan's going to be one of the most sought-after toys in, like, the next year or so. It's a great, I mean, when I say great-looking doll, like, it's creepy-looking. but it's, Yeah, it's, realistic. It's realistic-looking. I could see Megan totally being in a shelf, like, in a box, ready for Halloween. Maybe not Halloween, but maybe Christmas. Right. As, like, a, you know, creepy, cool. Yeah, creepy, cool. Get the same way that Chucky dolls are. Exactly. And I could definitely see a lot of people maybe becoming Megan for Halloween. Halloween costumes. Makeup looks on TikTok, sure. all of that. Sure. So they did a really good job with the Megan. They did, and because she's so kind of sassy and she's very kind of uh, Gen X vibe to her, like the way that she speaks, it'll be fun to see. Well, I wonder how all Megans of the world feel about Megan. Right. <laughs> well, they they're, they feel good today. Once the movie comes out and this becomes a, a thing, uh, they're going to have to renegotiate their, their place in society, Megan's. Megan's, well, are, gonna, Megan's are about to get Karen, uh, essentially. Oh, they're going to get Karen. And just so you know, so the Megan is spelled like M3GAN, and it stands for Model 3 G Generative Android. Love it. That's what it stands for. All right, well, speaking of Halloween, so the late, great Canadian legend John Candy's birthday is coming up on Halloween Day, October 31st. And in 2020, Toronto proclaimed that day to be John Candy Day. And Ryan Reynolds, another Canadian great, he's gearing up to create a documentary on his life. So he tweeted out this week saying, with John Candy trending, I'll just say that I love him so much so that Maximum Effort, which is his production company, is working on a documentary, Expect Tears. Aww. So they're going to have tons, they're going to have access to tons of archived footage and sure. home footage and things yeah. like that. So that's going to be really nice. And the reason why John Candy was trending is because of the 4K re-release of Planes, Trains, and Auto. Nice. I love that movie. That, to me, is an American Thanksgiving movie. Or Christmas. And now you can watch it in 4K. I love it. <laughs> I, love, I love him in uh, Christmas Vacation. There you go. There's so many good ones with John like, Candy. Ton of, like, he owned that whole era. John Candy. Was yeah. Christmas Vacation? Uh, was it? Or he no, was in Chevy Chase. Was, 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 was that was, He was in Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of the other Christmas movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah he was in Home Alone for sure. And that's, what I think, a lot of people's first introduction to him. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Ryan Reynolds, though, the new trailer for his and Will Ferrell's new holiday movie, Spirited, was released yesterday. 
What is all of this? I'm your ghost of Christmas present. Like a Christmas carol? What do you, do you think I'm gonna be all intrigued by what's behind the door? I'm not even a little bit curious. You know, that looks really good. It looks really good. I saw good. the trailer yesterday and I thought, mm-hmm, this is going to be good. Well, Farrell kind of returning to his elf greatness. Yeah. This is going to be a musical. Is he a good um, elf or is he a bad elf? I'm not sure. Right. Well, he plays Ghost of Christmas Present. Oh. So it's. I think I really like Will Ferrell in Christmas movies. And Ryan Reynolds is just funny yeah. all the time. Octav Octavia Spencer is also in this. So it comes out November 11th. All right. That's what's trending. Thank you. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. So, um, you, we all love a good hit song. I mean, we, we are in the hit music business, right? Um, hit songs, but sometimes a, a song becomes a hit for longer than just a moment. It becomes a hit for, like, days and weeks. These are the longest hits in history. Are you ready? Um, Michael Jackson, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. That song has been a hit uh, that's been running for five, wow, since 79. 1979. I remember when the album arrived at my radio station in Calgary and went, oh, this is going to be good. That song is wow. five. That song is five minutes and five and 56 seconds. It's a good bathroom song for the, if you're a D DJ. I love that song. Yeah. It, it's almost one of those songs where you don't want to leave the room because it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Eagles Hotel California. Yes. How long is that song? Over six minutes. You're said from someone who played it, probably. Yes. On the air. Yes. Six minutes and eight seconds. Yeah. These days, um, the average hit song is like two minutes. I mean, a short time ago, a yeah. song, a hit song on the radio was about three minutes, maybe 3.15. I think with TikTok, because of the, the snippet culture now, Songs are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, yeah. Songs become huge on TikTok, and they only have to be maybe like 45 seconds. 45 seconds. And prior to these long songs in the 50s and 60s, they were maybe a minute, 30, two minutes. Do you remember when We Are the World came oh, out? Oh, yeah. That big That was a big anthem. opus. Yeah, it was a, an opus yeah. um, for getting food on the tables in Africa. We Are the World is a six-minute and 22, six-minute and 22-second song. Yeah. Released in 85. Um, and they, these, by the way, these are big hits. Massive hits. Big hits are not usually long songs, but these are exceptions. Uh, Blondie's Rapture. Oh, Rapture. One of my favorite, favorite songs. 1981. That's a six minute and 29 oh, song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey Jude from the Beatles. That was long. It's a seven <laughs> minute song. I know. That was really long. For, again, that's 1968. For all songs that were on the radio at the time, that was an, an unbelievable song that was so long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the longest yes. hits uh, is American Pie from 1972. That is an eight-minute and 37-second song. John McClain. Yeah. I, I can't that. believe. I don't even know where we'd put that in our, in, our, yeah. in our log of music. That takes up, like, the entire segment. And the longest hit song. This surprised me. In North American history. Yeah. Taylor Swift's All Too Well. Wow. The 10-minute version. Because she released another version of that, but there's a 10-minute and 13-second version. I was not aware of that. That beat Don McLean by two minutes. Wow. 
Okay. Crazy. So that's pretty. The longest hit songs in the, in, in the history of uh, uh, Billboard. That's I wonder amazing. if you'd stick with us if we played one of these long songs coming. If we played a 10-minute song after this. If you, if you, no. <laughs> but if you, if you played Michael Jackson I, I, uh, or, or, or Blondie Rapture, I'd have no trouble with that. How long is Bohemian Rhapsody? I know that's a I long know. song. That is a long song. It's, I think sometimes when I look at these songs, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough in Rapture, they're faster. When it's long, it's a little a bit of a slug for me, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, but, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is a five-minute, 55-second oh, song. Oh, under the wall. That song has like a three different movements. And <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like three different songs right. in one, right? Right. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Jump 104.5. Get up. The other day, I was on FaceTime with my sister, and we were talking, you know, getting, you know, chatting. Caught up, caught up. Caught up, exactly. And her kids are in the background looking at the phone, and uh, one of the one of the little boys saw that I was on the balcony. Oh. And he goes, Uncle Jay, are you rich? I'm like, why? He's like, you're on a balcony. I'm like, it's a balcony. Uh. But their house does not have a balcony. Right. That's uh, kind of cool. But what's funny about what he said it was, I remember when I was younger, I used to think people who lives in homes, even if it was an apartment, like not even an apartment, like a whole house, if you had a balcony, you were rich. Like it just, it just said to me that you could sit, sit out and look amongst your subjects yes. and go, hello, hear ye, I'm on my balcony. <laughs> addressing my town like it just it felt like royalty to me so i laughed at that i was like he thinks the same thing so when you're a kid of course yeah. you don't know what real money is you have no perception no. of wealth right but you have a little inkling that certain things might be rich what were those things for you okay for me if somebody after like easter break came back and they had a tan that means that a they had, they had away, <laughs> and that meant they had money. Now they could you know, like a little someplace in Florida. I don't know. A little sun. But I imagine it was like a mansion, and they had sun, and that's right because I was in Pittsburgh, and there was a lot of snow. They could have been out in the backyard working on like that, that could have been cabbage and radishes. Right, right, right. Exactly. You never know. They must be rich. They must be rich. And I also think too that when people um, they go, hey Marilyn, you want a snack? Because you go and visit somebody. Go, okay, okay. Open up their pantry door. Okay, this is a little closet, but to me it was, wow. There were chips, there were peanuts, there were this, there was that. Houses with the good snacks. The good snacks. I went, you must be really rich, because we don't have any of that at our house. Right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and even better, if they put it in bowls and you just happen to be walking by, you could grab some M&Ms and like, wow, these guys have money. Yeah. Because, you know, that just, that's expensive stuff. That's the total that's bar right. for rich when you're a kid. <laughs> that's right. Um, someone texted in, name brand craft dinner. Like, if you had the oh, off-brand yeah. stuff, oh, yeah, you're yeah, pretty yeah. regular. But if you had the craft, craft dinner, yes. you guys must be rich. It's the real Brutal. fake cheese. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you remember what was Funny. rich for you? Okay, mine is a little out of the box here. Like, I know that there's, you know, the swimming pool or the snacks, as you were saying. But... I grew up in the Richie Rich era, that that show with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Richie Rich, oh, of course. And you know, well, I mean, he was actually rich. So, but you know, when he brings his friends over, and then they're like, "Oh, you don't want to eat like this gray poupon or whatever they were having?" Yeah. And he opens his door, and they have their own McDonald's. Yes. Like that was their own McDonald's. Their, and then all the kids are like, "You have your own McDonald's in your house?" And Richie Rich is just so cool. He also had like a GPS thing where he could track his dad. <laughs> I watched Richie Rich recently, by Basically. the way. 
married. Yeah. And so those are my things. I was just like, when you get but, all of that, but yeah. I mean, you were actually rich. He was actually okay, rich. You, you know rich, what right? I thought? What I think of though, people that got to go to McDonald's. I. 100% regret. I, I thought, like, we waited till my dad left town. And my mother would get us in the car, my sister and I, and she goes, we're going to McDonald's. Because she got yes. <laughs> Don't tell your father. Oh, your father. <laughs> and you know what, Marilyn? You can get a chocolate shake if you want today. What? What? That's a big day. That's like a Sunday. That's oh, a, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Does anybody remember uh, the Kodiak boots? Kodiak boots. Someone said those boots. Yeah, I do remember those. Those spe the special hiking boots. Those looked rich to somebody else. Another person says, any kid that got Lunchables at lunch was rich. Those Lunchables. These came with little crackers, little round cut thing. And now yeah. look at us: charcuterie yeah. boards and butter boards. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make our own Lunchables. Lunchables was such <laughs> a big deal. What is uh, jelly furniture? Tell me about that. What is jelly that? furniture? Is, oh, is, is that, that like, like the, the blow-up inflatable? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. Or the beanbag chairs from in my era. True. You got two, not one, but two beanbag chairs. Yeah. It's in your family. I, I remember once I started getting to about like uh, like grade six, grade seven, parents started getting divorced. Like couples were just not uh -huh. working anymore in oh. other families. Okay. And then you'd go to your friend's house and they'd be like, "Oh, today we're going to my mom's house." I'm like, oh. And then you go to that same friend's house the next day and be like, oh, we're going to my dad's house today. I'd be like, wait, you you have two families? I used to think that people that had step-parents were so rich. It's like, you're so rich, you have two families. <laughs> funny. So I'd come home and be like, when are you guys getting divorced so we can have two families? Let's and let's step it up out more here. Presents oh my Christmas. <laughs> like, more presents at Christmas. More presents at Christmas. Two sets of parents, two <laughs> sets of Christmases. Yeah. Yeah. How about a box of 64 crayons with a built-in sharpener? That's, oh. You know you made that it. That was class. Big money like if you that, got that yeah. big box oh, of crayons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you wake up, when you wake up. Wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. On Chum. This is my era, but when you go over to someone's house and they had a color TV, <laughs> oh you go God. like, wow, and it was in this big kind of wooden thing, and you, you put like Listen, on you've it. gone over a lot of heads right now, so let's go into yeah. detail. Well, once a upon of, a time. Once upon a time, it would be black. <laughs> if you had a TV, if you had a TV, you had then you had a black and white TV. And then the black and white TV morphed into a color TV. I, ca I can't even imagine yeah. growing up in an era where you had to accept looking at black and white pictures. Yes. Well, look at, I did. And I, then, I, I, I literally I, can't imagine. But we didn't get rid of the old TV. Oh, no, Jamar. So the old TV went down to the basement, and it was still, you could watch, like, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in the uh, sure. basement. That TV, they never threw anything out. Well, it became furniture, right? Well, the TV still worked, right? So... You would have it in another room for the kids, and Dad and Mom would get the color TV. Can you can you explain when color TV yeah. finally uh -huh. came like into the into the consumer market? Yeah, was it a big like reveal, guys? Like, was it, did they say on the news color TVs here? Like, what did they? How did they let that out? I don't I don't remember that because that that was a little kid when that happened. But if you got a color TV, you let your friends know on the bus. <laughs> so funny to me. Yeah. Because I think of yeah. it as like maybe when HD finally came out. Yeah. You know, like when everything was finally HD or something. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. I was surprised that we got one. And then and then the other thing is later on in life, I thought people had money when they had a remote control for their TV. <laughs> 
None that, of this getting up and turning it on, right? That's the rich house. That's the with rich the, house. With their, with their remote control. They don't have to get up from their sofa to change the channels. The big clunky brick. Right. But, you, you know, that sat next to you on the, on the sofa. I used to think that any house that had not even an in-ground pool, even if you had an above-ground pool. I agree with you. Rich. Oh, yeah. I want to be your best friend like, this summer. what? Yeah. You can go... You can go in the water in your house? That's crazy. It's not really a house. <laughs> it's insane. You have fun, and it's so much. Yes. That, to me, was very that rich. That was super wealth. Right. Um, I, I grew up in the city, so, you know, when people refer to their neighborhood, oh, yeah, I live on this block, I live on this block. But that one family that would be like, oh, our cul-de-sac. What? <laughs> You're what? <laughs> <laughs> what what did you just say? Yeah, but that was a place to be. A right? cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. What is a cul-de-sac? Still to this day, I don't know what that means. That means it's it's, a, it's not a, pa- a drive-through street. Yeah, but like, well, now I know what it means. But like, yeah. what does it translate into? But, cul-de-sac. Oh, I don't know. Maybe oh. It's a French word. I don't know. Anybody cul-de-sac. Know? cul-de-sac. I, don't know. I don't know. I just know what it means. Right. I know, but and I, then you but get yeah. those are cool. But that was a place to go play. Uh, are you hockey. kidding me? It was all a place to volleyball, whatever you wanted to do. Yeah, because it, no one interrupted you. In my neighborhood, yeah. there was a person, one person in the kit, like on our group, that always had to be the car person. Because when uh, cars are coming, somebody, car! And then everyone have to get out. Yes. No. It just away. means a dead end. Okay. That's a nicer way of saying it. I just say dead end. Cul-de-sac. I live on the dead end. Cul-de-sac. On the Breezewood cul-de-sac. All right. Well, a little when I do Georgia. expire, don't say I died. Say I cul-de-sacked. Okay. Oh, Lord. Make, make it sound much nicer. Got it. What was rich when you were a kid? Someone said... Um, if you had a shirt that had the alligator instead of the the tiger, Izod versus Lacoste. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Very, very That's funny. Very funny. AC in the car. Some people will be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, real popsicles and not the off-brand, right? Yeah. So my mother was famous for getting off-brands. I mean, she was saving money, but it never tasted great. It never felt good. It was like this. It was like the earlier person, a person that said earlier about craft dinner, the real craft dinner, the real craft versus dinner versus the 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 imitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Ice cream, same thing. Yep. Yeah. Ice cream. Okay. Well, here's to. Oh my to, gosh, this is so much. <laughs> it's a great walk down memory lane. It is a great walk down memory lane. <laughs> but just to be clear, guys, none of this is riches. This is not real wealth. Real wealth is, you know, having the last name Musk. Yeah. Hello, Elon. Who doesn't understand the simple things? I know exactly. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. Making waves right now is 90s band Blink 182, who's back on tour on a world tour, and they're now they've now got two stops in Toronto. Blink 182. It's very big. Travis Barker is having the time of his life right now. He's in a new relationship with yeah, Courtney. That's right. Which is, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, maybe one of the reasons why they're touring. <laughs> maybe that I, I there's a there's a bit of relevance between you know all the throwback stuff that's going on right now yeah. and the fact that you know he he is a uh, you know he's a pop culture icon. Yeah, was still is. I don't want to say because of the Kardashians, but I will say that the Kardashian kind of attachment mm. has him in a different, you know, talking point now. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. I don't know much about this group. i got to be honest Yeah, Blink-182 Blink was yeah. one of those, um, I mean, 90s nostalgia, you know, punk, but also kind of 
really good musically. Mm-hmm. They're very, very well, talented well respected. Musicians. Talented yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah, very well respected. But, you know, it's just a time in the music cycle now where people who have money, people who are older, can pay top dollar, or yeah. so we think, for these tickets. Linnea, who's in pr- producing with us this morning, how much of the tickets were Blink-182? So the pre-sale went on yesterday. Yeah. And the cheapest ticket I could find... $800. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's absolutely wow. insane. But, I mean, this is where we are right now. I mean, yeah. the, the, the the fans of Blink-182s are like 30-somethings and 40-somethings. So, I mean, you got to get that money. Get that money. Um, when you get older, not that I'm saying much right there. Okay. Tickets are expensive, but not that expensive because uh-huh. they haven't been around for a while. So that's this is a big tour for right. It's a, it's a comeback, sure. People start literally dying <laughs> on my groups. Wow, they have other people filling in. The band's not the same. So the ticket should be like a thousand dollars. Not at like, all. No, <laughs> it's no? like you're getting kind of the B side of what was an A side. Gotcha. Because you have other people filling in. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. So. If you really want to see these guys and you really feel that this is the time and they're pumped to do it, yeah. see, they are ready to do this, right. then it is the best time to go see them. You should, you should, you know, I don't know if you have sale. any spare organs you want to sell, but like you should, you should try to go <laughs> yeah. see the band. I'm yeah. definitely going to see them because they were my very first concert ever. Oh, there it is. So I have to. Yeah, yeah. And speaking about that, when I went yeah. to go see Celine Dion yeah. at the end of 2019, I think I paid about 500 bucks for my ticket. And you don't regret one I do not that. regret a yeah. single thing now, because I knew I wanted to see her. Right. But the other thing is, you know, pandemic aside, we understand that she's not feeling all these days. Right. We don't know if she's ever going to go on so tour again. So the next time she does quote quote go on tour, yeah, yeah. it might not be the $500 Celine Dion. Exactly. And let me tell you something else. I'm a big fan of Earth, Wind & Fire. Love them. All iterations of them, they do the best. The dancers that they used a couple about 25 years ago were not needed. But anyway, there's a difference of them being at Budweiser stage versus the Jazz Festival. They're better at the Jazz Festival because they know other musicians are there watching them. And they got to rise to that occasion. Exactly. Of those other big names being around there. Yeah, yeah, on, the, yeah on that bill. Al sure. Green the same way. Really? He just went. Like, he was Al Green, which is great. Right. But then at the Jazz Festival, he was, like, through the roof. I, I so if it. you if you really like somebody... And, I, and, and you have the money or you can get some money to see them at their height. And yep. this is the time to do it. I, I, I'd say yes. Do you want 100, 100 I was going to say, Marilyn, can I borrow $800? Sure. <laughs> yes. I'll give you 800 bucks. Perfect. Just to make your dream come true. That's what we do at Chum. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. At this point, I really think that designers are pranking us. Balenciaga comes out with some really out-of-the-box shoes or bags. They had that black leather bag that looks like a big garbage bag. They had the Croc high heel. They had the tote that looks like the blue Ikea bag. And now their latest that they dropped yesterday, a Lay's potato chip handbag. Oh, come on. And they actually teamed up with Frito-Lay on this. So there's four versions. The original, Flamin' Hot. Gotcha. Lemon or Limon. And salt and vinegar. <laughs> I'll take the salt and vinegar. How much is the bag? $1,800. Oh, no. So it's leather. <laughs> leather chip bag. But it looks just like a chip bag, and it just has a zip at the top. No chips inside. No chips inside. You got to well, put your own It's just like a chips. regular bag of chips. There's no bi- chips inside. Right. All air. All air. I feel like at this point, they're doing a social experiment on us. They, they want to see how far we'll go. 
Who's going to buy this? Who's going to buy yeah, it? I, yeah, it's I not can, even a strap. Because their nice bags are really nice. Like they're good, ba- like they're right. like the normal. Ba- the nice Balenciaga bag. Yeah, yeah but then yeah. you see, I see guys wearing the Balenciaga t-shirts. And it's just a great T-shirt with the Balenciaga logo on it, and they yeah. must have paid like five hundred, six hundred dollars for the for T-shirt. For sure, yeah. it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, I don't know. So who's buying that stuff? People what? are buying them. They're yeah. being sold up and down on Blore over yeah, there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, is, yeah. That, is that where you go buy Balenciaga I stuff? G- ah. so, I don't. I'll like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anyone. I don't buy Balenciaga. I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay. But that's the latest. Well, it didn't drop yet. It's coming out next summer, but they showed a preview of it yesterday. Did you look it up? Yeah, it's, it looks it looks insane. It looks like a chip it bag. Looks like a, chip bag. a crumpled up chip bag at that. But no. there it is. New fashion trends. They're weird. Okay. <laughs> They're doing these trousers and then there's a belt and then the trouser top is your top. So the neckline is your waistband. Right. That's uh, flipping weird, okay? They also had those destroyed running shoes. Yes, they have the, yes. the dirty shoes. Yes. yes. Which, yeah. I mean, some of their shoes are interesting. Mm. They've got, like, the men's shoes that have the chunky soles. Yes. Like, the really kind of far-out designs. Right. Stuff. I know so those shoes were went very popular. Oh, yeah, like $1,500 for those shoes. I mean, some of them, I don't buy them, but they look interesting to me. Yeah. Like, it looks like something was done here. But this, There's some good things. The but chip bag. I don't know. Then you got the Balenciaga yeah. Simpsons T-shirt for $900. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. what? Don't need it. All right. Don't need it. Well, take a look at th- those things. I'm okay. going to post them on the Chum 1045 Twitter page just so you can see how wild it gets out there. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, Lizzo announced that she has her documentary on the way and it's arriving next month. And I still kind of consider Lizzo fairly new to the industry, mm-hmm. considering that we're only just getting documentaries from, you know, Janet Jackson, for example. Sure. Um, so anyway, she wants to tell her story her way, which is what she tweeted out yesterday. And she posted the poster for the documentary. So it's called Love Lizzo. And the synopsis from HBO says it's going to center around the journey of a trailblazing superstar who has become the movement the world desperately needed just by being herself. So it's going to share the inspirational journey of Lizzo's meteoric rise with an intimate look into the moments that shaped her hard-earned rise to fame, success, love, and international stardom. So sounds like it's going to be a really good one. Yeah. And I guess technically, yeah, she is, you know, a movement that... We never, we didn't really have in mainstream, yeah. and sure. now a lot she's of people, here and not going anywhere. Yeah, did you? You were sharing with us last week that you didn't know she was a classical flautist. Yeah, I so, did not so know that. That would be interesting to hear how she began. All, I mean, there's much that's going to happen to her in the future. Right. But I think it's for her. This is the perfect time. So, you know, younger kids can see how she rose to fame. Yeah. That and I think work and practice. Not only that, I think it'll humanize her more. Yeah. For yeah. people. Because yeah. people are, are so quick to judge and say whatever they feel like yeah. saying online, but this may give an insider yeah, look. The hot takes are really, really takey or hottie. Yeah. With Lizzo, right? They are. But there's a lot behind there. Right. Lizzo has been at it for a long time. She's yes. been at it for a while. I found a, a file, you know, I'm a DJ. I, yeah. I found a file on my laptop of a song that I didn't even realize I had. Uh-huh. And it was like way before even any of her songs dropped. I was like, why do I have this? Oh, okay, wow. cool. So for some reason, I just had it. I made so it. So how, how old do you think that song is? That I had a song from Lizzo from like 20, I want to say 15. Okay. Did it say I, I, Lizzo or did it say Melissa? It said it said some DJ who produced it, ex Lizzo. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? So okay. she's been, she's been working at this for a long time. All right. Okay. Well, if you're looking forward to the documentary, it comes out U.S. Thanksgiving, November 24th. Wow. All right. Cool. Awesome. It's 7:45. We are minutes away from Beat the Bank.
Be here to hear your name called live on the radio and then call us back in five minutes to play radio's most exciting and uh, lucrative game. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Channel 104.5. Are there any Queen fans listening to the show right now? You might want to listen up on this one. If you're a fan of Queen, Freddie Mercury, or just anybody who loves music, how do you feel when they release those posthumous records? Meaning... The artist has passed on. Yeah. And they've got these unreleased recordings. And they're like, hey, this is stuff that the artist did, but never got around to releasing because they died untimely or whatever. Yeah. Here's the song. Do you like that? What do you think? Um, if, if, If they had done it before they passed away and it was from some old stuff, it didn't make it to the album for a reason. Yeah, I kind of. I tend to agree with you. If they were working on new material, like George Michael, who I hope they find some new music, yeah, um, then I would be happy to hear this. But I, I, you know, Freddie died in 1991. I love him so, but I'm wondering if is this a, a song that didn't make it to you know to an album, and they thought, oh, we just we we we're gonna put this out and see if it if it connects. With it anybody. feels like a money grab, right? A little bit. It feels like they're trying to cash bit. in a little bit on the. Yeah, but if it's good, I'm open to but listen. The songs I'm open are, to listen to it. The songs know? are never great. This has happened a couple times. Yeah, before, where an artist has passed, and they're like, hey, here's a song. That yeah, blah blah blah, that you didn't hear, and then you're just like, ah, I don't know what it is. It could be what you're saying that it wasn't good enough to make the cut on the original album or the good album. Right. Or there's something about the person being alive and touring and promoting the song that gives it an extra energy that's mm-hmm. gone. I don't know. Let's listen to a snippet of this Freddie Mercury. Has it released yet, the entire song? Okay. If you're a fan of Queen and Freddie Mercury, you can be the judge. What do you think about this? When something so deep and so far and wide falls down beside you I mean, you know, it's. It, I mean, no one sings like that. That's for sure. No, that's like, no one has that voice. Yeah. So and it, it doesn't sound like it was fully, fully, fully produced. Wasn't fully produced. It's like maybe just a couple of tracks, right? Need, needed some more layers. Yeah. To get it. So if it, if somebody were to produce it, but they're they're releasing it like that today. Um, I think or there's a probably a mastered version being okay. released today. Yeah. Let's How do you good. feel about this? I don't know. They did this with a couple artists that are my faves, actually. Yeah. The, the, the Michael Jackson release that was uh, with Justin Timberlake. Do you remember this song? I like this song a lot. I did like this song a lot. I was excited when it came out. What's it again? Love, love, love never felt so good. I liked it. What did you think of that? I, I, I didn't mind that. I didn't think it was like. When I play it. Michael Jackson sets, yeah. that's yeah. never involved in the in the in the in the playlist. I, I like the song. It's good, but it's not. Michael's not here, so it's like he wasn't here to give it the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. So when they said that the collaboration had happened, we played it here on Chum. Yeah. I remember listening to it going, that is good. It is good. That is good. It's not bad. But it's not great. But it's good. It's good. Compared to the Freddie Mercury you just heard. This happened with another one of my favorite artists. Okay. Bob Marley. Uh 
I'm super partial to Bob Marley. <laughs> I think that's Any, great. Anything Bob Marley could could hit, and I'm 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 bouncing with it. I think it sounds good. Wow. Sounds good. Yeah. Did you the the Steve Winwood and Whitney Houston Higher Love? Like that. Did you like that? I did like that. We played the mess out of that. We, we did, do. and I thought that was great because it was a really well produced song. I, I I just think this Freddie Mercury isn't really done yet. Okay. They haven't really finished it. They need to put some finishing touches on it. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Well, there it is. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. I, I'm torn, though, to, to your point. I'm, like, torn, like, okay, all right, you know, well, how come it, it took so long to find it? Where was it? Like, Buddy Holly, when he died many, many, many years ago, mm -hmm. they kept finding stuff in his, his guitar cases, <laughs> like, behind the felt. Ooh, you know, like, like, you know, just written music. No, I've got an old guitar case. Yeah. And there's some nasty stuff behind the but, felt. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> my good. It was my violin case. Yeah. But they found like sheet music. Yeah. And it was unfinished. And that's cool. Uh -huh. But there was no really music coming from that. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, remember, they released uh, Selena's Dreaming of You Tonight yes. right after she passed yeah. away. And that was one of her biggest crossover songs. It was yeah. very, very, very yeah. well received. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think that was probably one of the most popular posthumous releases. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. but that was going to be released anyway, right? Like, that was well on its way? I think so. that was just yeah. one of the songs that she yeah. recorded. I don't know if that song was supposed uh, to come out, no. actually, when yeah. she was alive still. Mm. Um, it was just one that she was working on, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, well. But that yeah. one worked out well. Mixed emotions on this one. Mixed, definitely yeah. mixed emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends on the thing. Yes. At least it's not a hologram. That's weird when they do that. Oh. <laughs> like, stop. Don't do that. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. Well, it's Thursday, so that means it's Grey's Anatomy Day. This is not a spoiler at this point because I'm talking about last week's show. So if you didn't watch it yet, I'm sorry. But last week's episode paid homage to Derek Shepard, played by Patrick Dempsey, in a really sweet way that you don't kind of realize until the end of the episode. But you may remember last week I had mentioned that they added a whole new cast of interns, so five new characters to the show. And one of the interns we find out at the end of the episode is Derek's favorite nephew. So he used to idolize his uncle, Derek Shepard, and he says Dr. Shepard's signature catchphrase, which is, it's a beautiful day to save life. To save a life. Oh, I messed it up. Anyway, <laughs> it's a beautiful day to save a life. <laughs> okay. I was about to cry, that's why. It's just a very emotional moment for a lot of Grace fans. So it's really cool because now I think that was the, their way to really connect you with these five new interns because everyone's like, who cares about these five kids? Like, we want the OGs, right? But now you're like, oh, it's Derek's nephew. Okay, yeah, when you, when you can make those connections, that means... Right. An extended series. Well, that's good writing yes. on their part. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because oh, yeah. now, like, we're all the way in. Right. Yes, so. sure. Very good. Another show that debuted last week and airs on Thursday, so you can see it again tonight, is Hillary Swank's newest one, Alaska Daily. Mm -hmm. And last night, The Masked Singer was postponed in the U.S. for some reason. But as Canadians, we got to see it. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. Maze, who is a giant corn wearing a feathered headpiece with Maze. makeup, yeah. a very pretty corn on the cob, sang. Who is that? Do you I, recognize no, the voice? No, wait, wait, wait. You do. I know what that, you know what it is? It's um Shoot, and it's from Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay, so that's the song that you know. I know that song. The, the, the voice. voice. Can you play it again, really quickly? Who's the song? Jesus! 
a good voice. Can you give You're me gonna be, give me a hint. Uh, Sex in the City. Does that help? Sex in the City. Yeah. Wh- who is no. it? So this person was unmasked and revealed to be General Mario Cantone. Oh wow! No way! Mario Cantone. It's gotta be Marantino from Sex in the City. Wow! Jeez. I have no idea he had such a great voice. Right. So he was unmasked, I guess, because he has very distinctive. Uh, voice like you kind of you you hear it and you're like oh I know who that is wow so it's I Mario Cantone like yeah of us a funny kind of great character yes. uh, yeah well, I had no idea you could sing like that right so that That's was kind of cool oh he's yes. hilarious yes yeah <laughs> so people on that video on YouTube the comments people are very upset in the U S at least oh because yeah. it was postponed for them but yeah. even still it's still posted in Canada so they still posted all this stuff. So now next week, they have to watch that episode that Canada already got to see um, uh, that they got spoilers for. I don't know. So they're off by too. a week now, the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes when we go to look for something online and it goes, I'm sorry, Canadian residents. Are, like, it's right yes. there. Now we get back at now you. Now we got back, and ah, got that's back funny. at you. That's yeah. very funny. All right. So the mass Singer, of course, is on Wednesdays. So make sure you check that out. We have another week to go. Um, some local news. When Italy first opened up at Bay and Bloor, it was, and still is, yeah. super popular. There's a lineup always around. All the, the time. Yeah. So they finally announced, well, they announced a while ago that a second location was coming, but it just never came. I want to say I'm going to blame the pandemic here for that. But yesterday, they officially confirmed that the second location will be at Sherway Gardens. And for those who don't know, it's just a ton of Italian food, like freshly made mozzarella. There's a yeah. seafood market, gelato, and cannolis. It doesn't specify when it's coming, but... It's coming, and Sherway Gardens is the spot. And the best part about Italy is, like, you buy, you can buy all the ingredients. Sure, you can. There. Buy everything, and it's fresh. Eat but there and buy the ingredients and get it home. That's the right. Deal. That that's the deal. You eat there, mm-hmm. or do go grocery shopping first, because what the, you get inspired if you eat there first, and True. you want to buy all this kind of stuff. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. That's going to get great traffic there. Mm-hmm. For sure, that's a good location. That's what's trending. Sweet, thank I you. I can't believe how great that Mario sings. I know that is a tough song to sing from Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Wow. Blown away. Yeah. But he's, cool. he's phenomenal. He got got. <laughs> they knew it was yeah. him. <laughs> they did. Okay. Very yeah. funny. How long is this rain supposed to last? Oh, that's a good question. I just got rid of my weather forecast. Man, but I will tell you next I'm looking Tuesday. at it now. Yeah. I think it's going to clear Thursday, up later this Friday, afternoon. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think it's going to clear up this afternoon. There's going to be rain. But I just want, I just, just, it's not me. Uh, it's the weather. It's, there's a chance of flurries on Tuesday next. What? Yeah. What are you telling me? I'm just telling you. I didn't say where they would be, but Ontario, yes, it could be Toronto. We might get some flurries on Tuesday. Okay. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast, Chum 104.5. Podcast.